Welcome to Never Too Serious with Scott and Dave. I'm Scott. And I'm Dave. All right, Dave. So California, Oregon, and Washington have all announced that in 2035, they want to ban the sale of the new gas vehicles. Oh, good. So you can still sell used... (laughs) (laughs) Totally kidding. (laughs) So you can sell your used vehicle. You just can't sell new gas vehicles. I didn't know that that was a... That's a twist for me. I didn't know that that was the case. So when you sell them, do you have to sell them to outside of the state people only? Well, (laughs) I don't think... you know the value on those cars is just going to go skyrocket. Why in the hell are people still living there? I know. It's well, a, from what I understand is that California can have their own um, rules about this sort of thing, about uh, emissions. <laughs> and emissions in California are much more stringent than federal rules. Yeah. And so Oregon and Washington are wanting to follow California's lead in this. And they have like a certain chart where they're talking about in 20, was it 2026, that they want 35% of all vehicles sold to be uh, renewable, zero emissions. So that means that the people that live there have to want that. Well, and, and so, and then by 2035, they, they, it scales up. So every year, oh. it's another few percentage points. And then by 2035, it's 100%. And I just think, what an industry killer, you know, because... New cars, gasoline is still the best method. I mean, yes. I know. What about their rolling blackouts? I know. What are they thinking? Yeah. That's a good point. Think of the rolling blackouts at then. Mm -hmm. They're going to be self, they're going to do it on their own. Yeah. I I mean, I I have a little dog in this fight because I, I have an electric vehicle that I drive around, but I also have a gas guzzler. Yeah. They kind of. You have no in between (laughs) at all. Yeah. They are the extremes. Uh, But. So I, I like the electric vehicle. I like mine in particular because of the performance factors, and we've talked about it on other podcasts. But uh, what annoys me is that everyone looks at this as like this great zero emissions thing, and like you've said on other podcasts, well, where's the energy coming from? It's still coming from other sources that are not sustainable. It's like... It, That's it, right. I shouldn't say sustainable. They're not reliable. You can't have constant wind. You can't have constant solar. Batteries are really, really harmful to other countries <laughs> because <laughs> we, don't, we don't really mine a whole lot for, for minerals for batteries here. We, we get them from other countries, and it's devastating to their environment. It really is. Let alone, what do we do when we have so many batteries and it's time to um, get rid of them? Yeah. Where do they go? How do we recycle them? And, and is the cost of energy to recycle them more than <laughs> what was... They're just going to bury, dig a big hole and bury them. So th- th- with this being said, uh, Oregon and Washington haven't fully... I don't think they fully committed yet. I could be wrong about that. But they're like really on board with this. But this news, to me, made me start thinking about uh, the sustainable movement. And then, of course, on YouTube, I go down a rabbit trail. And I end up running into all kinds of utopian ideas of what life should be like in the future using 100% renewables. I found one. Oh, there's you one. Did. Well, okay, no, it's not. It's not complete because no utopia oh, really see? exists. See, there you go. You found <laughs> nothing. False flag. That's but, what you found. But I did bring some videos. Well, let's check it out. So we can watch some videos. Well, am I jumping the gun? No, we can totally watch some well, videos. I'm just, I'm just getting anxious. Now, here's, I, I don't know what, it, what one of those would look like. Yeah. It is kind of an interesting uh, thought um, game, I guess. I don't know. What do you call well, those? Yeah. But, simulation? Um, go ahead. Well, I just, just crazy because, you know, California, I mean, they're so ahead of the game, you know, like San Francisco and their new sewers and, you know, the streets, <laughs> you know, really, it's just like, you, focus guys, mm-hmm. maybe it's a thing to do or not, or maybe we just have a choice, mm-hmm. but how about focus put all that effort on the cleaning the hell up, giving people help that they need and stop worrying about your damn vision. Uh, it's a very good point. And there are some folks on the internet who have made comments about this uh, utopian idea of renewables. And, uh, and they made a very similar comment thinking in many of these countries where they have these uh, governments that want 
this utopian uh, idea actually to come to fruition and the costs involved, it's just like you said, you know, you can have all these great ideas and think about all these new innovative things, but why not fix some of the problems that exist already? Because, you know, the sewers that are on the sidewalks, yep. the, all the stuff that they have to deal with, at, you know, as a, as a resident, um, why not use the money to fix that? Right. Instead of going for a 10, which is utopia, and, you know, mm-hmm. they're a zero, you know, let's just settle for a five across yeah. the the playing field, you know? Yeah. Well, and some of these people are living in, you know, <clears throat> in, in relative, you know, poor conditions. Yeah. And a million dollars put towards uh, a city or a community could sometimes, that could be their entire infrastructure for sewer systems or electrical. But this the city in in Saudi Arabia is they're talking about a 500 billion dollar initial investment and and I've just read now recently that they've upped that to a trillion dollars. <laughs> so, let me play the video. This is a description of the bigger region they called um Neom. Oh yeah. How do you say that? I think it's Neom. Neom? Neom or Neom? I'll go Neom. And I mean, Americanized version of any weird spelling, <laughs> Neom. And uh, so Neom is like a, it's like a region. And they want to build the um, the prince in Saudi Arabia. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Mohammed bin Salman. He is the son of the king, and this is like his big pet project. And Neom is the big region where all of these other innovative zero emission things will come into play. Hmm, this is his pyramid. Yeah. That's actually a really good. Yep. This is how he's going to keep his name, name around for a long time. Mm-hmm. Oh my gosh. You see desert. We see opportunity. You see the sun. We see inexhaustible energy. You see ancient lands. We see the world tomorrow. This is Neom. 26,500 square kilometers of desert, valleys, mountains, and coastline. A living laboratory, home to the brightest minds dedicated to the sanctity of all life on Earth. Where ecosystems of abundant plant, animal, and ever-enriching marine life will thrive as never before. A blueprint for tomorrow, in which humanity progresses without compromise to the health of the planet where technology will advance in harmony with nature, where the questions about our future relationship with our home are at last being answered. Neom, accelerator of human progress. That's a pretty well done video. Heck yeah. So those of you just catching the audio version, I mean, they're showing constant pictures of this beautiful desert area beautiful mountains beaches people walking and you know it's it looks wonderful but they don't describe really anything in much detail no you know when they talk about technology and you know clean energy they're showing windmills they're they're showing solar panels and arrays and that sort of things yeah i mean they're they're doing the very surface level they don't talk about any of the details and in fact i've looked through their their website and look for some of these details it's hard to find anything right it's very lofty it's uh you know they they just it's great advertising to make to raise some money here the region is massive as they described in here right and within that region they want to create these these other these other projects and i want to say that saudi arabia has i mean their economy is pretty big their oil production is massive. It's yeah. like one of the second largest in, in the world. But they have this fear. I don't know if it's really a fear. But they have this fear that, that you know, fossil fuels are going to go away. 
and how are they going to survive as an economy? Because they are surviving right now because of oil. Right. What else do they have to offer? Sand. (laughs) Start bagging that up and selling it. Mm -hmm. Well, so this this idea of they're taking this region, which a lot of it's desert, but there's there's people who live in some of these regions. And from what I understand is that the crown prince has basically removed these people from their lands because it's a dictatorship. Yeah, in I got area. plans for this. You're not doing what I'm going to do. Get out. Mm-hmm. See? And, and, of course, they're all pissed off. And, <clears throat> and Mind you, the, they could do that to us here, too. <laughs> well, I mean, potentially, there's... I mean, they're already doing it in some cases. Mm-hmm. They're kicking people off of their land because but not, of, you know, the better good of government works. Yeah, but they're not making it all pretty and beautiful like these guys are. Yeah, it's pretty lofty. At least they're doing something in his way. In fact, get the hell out of there. <laughs> what are they doing? They should never been there. They're wasting... Yeah, well, it turns out that there's this activist guy who's from one of the tribes. And it's, a, I mean, we, I say tribe, but it's massive. It, their population is quite a few thousand people. and. I guess it sounds like someone murdered him. And that's what happens when you're in a society like right. that where you've got, you know, a totalitarian. When you want to regime. speak up against, you know, for your rights. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and, and there was a, a reporter that was basically assassinated, and the CIA came up with that um, this Bin Salman prince was the guy who ordered that hit. He was a journalist. And I can't remember for what newspaper organization, hmm. but he he's from that area, but, you know, reports on this stuff. And he was outspoken against this particular project. And uh, they they murdered him, yeah. and they decapitate, or they, they cut off body parts, and then they soaked it in acid to get rid of it. And turns out CIA thinks that the prince had it. Huh. Done. <laughs> well, so there you go. There's that. Unfortunately, I guess he has that right. Uh, if you're in charge, on. I mean, I guess stand on Prince. That's oh. utopia, there, people. <laughs> so there's another video I want to show you. But I will say that that they did they did sound really good, but they didn't show us anything to make it to show that it's it's self sustaining or anything like that. Yeah. And that's where the problem comes in. And and I will tell you, the BS started when they're like, all oh, the brightest minds are here. I'm like, you and I are still sitting here. <laughs> Nobody's called us to even go over there and give our opinion. Yeah. Yeah, Dave. It ain't going to be nothing until they call us. <laughs> it's really it's gonna funny. be second rate. Well, if you go to their website, it is a massive advertisement for talent. They are hiring a lot of different people. They have a whole bunch. I mean, it's really done well, like, for marketing. Uh, videos are really well done. Advertisements for the the positions that they're looking for, the technologies that they want to improve on. This is a one of their little quick ads. It's a minute long. And this is the one of the cities in the mountains near, like, the valley area that um, Neom is... Oh, looking at building some other stuff. So this is the mountain version. Journey to new heights, a unique global destination driven by cutting edge technology in Neom. This is Trojana. Breathtaking architecture and innovative engineering fold seamlessly into the natural landscape, ascend to a vertical village, a portal connecting the digital and the physical. The seasonal climate provides a multitude of high-altitude adventures in the Arabian Peninsula with the region's first outdoor ski experience. Enjoy the buzz of world-class entertainment, the crisp mountain air, and the world's most advanced health and well-being center nourish both body and soul. And as night falls, you can witness the stars as you've never seen them before. Welcome to Trojana. The mountains of Neom. It just sounds like a sandals resort. I totally agree. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, a government doesn't even have that kind of money to build that. You know, <laughs> it, it, it's 
I think that stuff is really cool. I do. I, I it's it's just if nothing cost money at all, and then absolutely it, all of that is is possible. But it's hard to believe that 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 would be able to. I mean, it if they actually did build that by the time they would get the funds and the and and the ability to build it, I would think that uh, the first thing you built is now all dilapidated and and old while you're still working on it. I just uh, I, I could be totally. wrong, but I thought Dubai had like some islands or something that they built, and mm-hmm. you know I'm not saying it's the same thing but they put a lot of money into it and boy it turned out well (laughs) (laughs) i think it's just an island i don't know if it's it's if there's any people on it yeah i'll put some pictures up here um because that's you're making a very valid argument which is you raise enough money to build this stuff then you also have to be able to sustain it and And these these are the (laughs) islands of of dubai and so much money went into building them, and a lot of them um, have never been completed and are now becoming part of nature again. Right. And, you know, and this is nothing compared to what they're talking about. Oh, sure. This here is just kids in a sand in a sandbox compared to... Yeah, the scale. Amazing. I mm-hmm. love it. I'm not going to lie to you. I, I like to design things, and, and I think it, it is amazing. But mm-hmm. boy, oh boy, I don't know how we would even able to start that uh well okay so that's so we've talked about neom as being this region and then these projects built within it that's what they call it tro- trojan what i was thinking like trojan condoms the whole time <laughs> i'm like uh this sounds like maybe uh like a scam you know like the old trojan horse yeah huh? you know yeah uh because it to me it seems like they're going to do a whole bunch of fundraising and the funds are going to go someplace else we only need 17 trillion dollars <laughs> no uh, big deal yeah trojana that's the name of it trojana yeah and i'm just thinking scam but I agree. I think it looks, it's really cool to imagine the future and they're doing a, an incredible job making these videos. Uh, I highly suggest those of you who are just listening to the show, catch the video version or go online and, and find some of yeah. these videos because they do present them very, very well. There's a lot of, it's like you said, a sandals resort. It's, it looks like vacation resorts. It doesn't look like it's, who, who do we think we are live. that we could do anything like that? Yeah. No, well, I mean, I know, I but, know we could, but then how do you how do you make it into this paradise that they're yeah. that they're describing when you're in the middle of a desert? I mean, what kind of factors are would limit this? And the people are only the people uh, the people are will only be allowed to be there mm-hmm. aren't going to be willing to lift a damn finger to do anything to help sustain it either. Yeah. You know, it's only going to be like half a percent of not even that. Uh, people that would be even allowed in it so well they think about the the cost of of building anything in a mountainous region how do you get supplies to build there anyway um how do you change the weather to sustain the um the plant life and and the other things i mean the desert climate is really really hard on everything yeah it's reason why there's very little life that that lives in that particular area, I mean, and gonna, the life that does live there is well well adapted. Right, You're, they're not going to stop a dust storm. I mean, mm-hmm. who knows? Maybe they learn how to capture it and harness its power and use it for greater good. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but you're right when you're talking about how do you sustain these buildings once they're once they're built. How do you maintain them? Yeah, there's there's a massive cost to maintain. I mean, just recently in this in our area, we've had uh, new schools built, and one of the arguments that I was making early on was, sure, we're gonna accept this new tax bill to build these beautiful things. Where where do we then find the money to sustain them to to maintain them over time? Yeah, well, and we're already seeing them starting to to uh, decay. Yeah, no kidding. Yeah, uh, and you know when they choose to like you're talking about sustain uh um, maintaining them Mm -hmm. but like like who are the people that are are living there i mean they're gonna have to like leave to work i mean you can't even pay for i couldn't even imagine you renting it or you know how can you even live there it would be so astronomical to live there 
It you just, would think it, yeah, you would think it, it would. It would just wouldn't, I don't know. It's just... Okay, so the other thing, think about uh, water. It's a very desert, arid climate. You're, how do you get, how do you get water? That's a massive requirement for humans, not just in what we consume and drink, you know, but also all of the other pieces, you know, bathing, um, manufacturing, the other uh, requirements of the plant life. I mean, water is such a, it's a critical thing for any human civilization. Any civilization that's ever started has always started around a water source. Well, Every I major think, city think, has a river running through it. it and there's probably water sources. They just have to dig deeper. Yeah, they're talking about desalinization, yeah. taking in ocean water. The problem with desalinization yeah. is is once you get the, the clean water out of it, you have all of this leftover salt. But, yeah. And and what do you do with that? A lot of these these plants will just dump it back in the ocean. The problem is that it, it's now a very concentrated version that sinks to the bottom of the ocean and it changes the balance of that's right of, of oxygen yeah. in that area and now you've got plant life it'd be biohazard and, and it'd be biohazard that fish can't handle it you're right uh so you can't do it that way now they're talking about having these other technologies to make this a doable thing but we're talking about so many different processes <laughs> to to make it where they would reuse the salt for other technologies but it, so far that's all new like a lot of this technology doesn't currently exist in the way that they're describing it. And, 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 you know, we're only talking about this mountainous region. (laughs) We're not talking about, you know, the Valley, you know, but you know, I think it could be wrong, but I think part of their, I don't know, the, what makes it so awesome is that they're doing this on a desert, you know, it's not like they're doing it here, you Mm -hmm. know, because here would be, be a lot harder to do with like forest land and the well, I mean, wildlife here if you will we could just i don't know level you know level all the homes and then guess what now we have a self-sustaining place to live mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> there you know it's just sand you know mm-hmm. it's nothing self-sustaining about it but yeah there's a lot more resources you got to bring may- in. maybe going in the future isn't the way to go maybe it's reverting back to you know maybe that's the real mm-hmm. way to well, I, I, I want to talk about that before the before we get to the end of the show, because yeah. there's something to be said about primitive living. Yeah. Uh, okay, so this is the other project. This is, well, they're, they're working on several. The stuff that they've accomplished so far happens to be palaces with a golf course for the royal family. <laughs> so they have started construction. There are and that's things what they happening. Started, and, then, and that's what they have so far. Uh, but they, you know, they've expanded now into these other things, which, you know, the, the little people will, will get an opportunity to participate in, at least, maybe. At least take pictures <laughs> of it. Yeah. Uh, okay, so this is the, uh, the line city. They call it the line, but it's, well, I'll just play the video. All right. you'll, get a, you'll get a sense of what, what they're talking about. A revolution in civilization is taking place. Imagine a traditional city and consolidating its footprint, designing to protect and enhance nature. The Lions communities are organized in three dimensions within five-minute walk neighborhoods. Travel end-to-end in 20 minutes. Designed by world-leading architects, the line is 500 meters tall, 200 meters wide, 170 kilometers long and housed within an elegant mirror glass facade. The line is designed as a series of unique communities, providing equitable views and immediate access to the surrounding nature. At the heart of the globe's key trade routes, a place for commerce and communities to thrive. The line, the city that delivers new wonders for the world. Talk about utopia. <laughs> I got a weird, different vibe, I think. Oh, is that right? <laughs> that, that one scared the hell out of me. That was more like prison to you? Yeah. Mm-hmm. It looks like a place that you don't have a choice to be. I don't know, man. That does not look right. Okay, so the line <laughs> is, they want to, I mean, like the video was saying, they want to consolidate, and instead of having the the sprawl of cities in, in urban areas, 
they want to combine them into a line. And it is what they describe, a line, and they have multiple levels. It's taller it, than Inspire, in the Empire State Building. Mm-hmm, and it's like 100 miles long. Right. So It looks so unlively. And it's it all mirrored, so... mirrored glass on the outside. It looks uh, very futuristic. It looks like you have to be completely brainwashed and, and, and everybody has to be in line in order to freaking live in that place. Because <laughs> what they say <clears throat> sounds terrible. I don't want to maybe live that close with all those people. How many people in 100 miles? Okay, so they're talking about 9 million for this, uh, this line city. 9 million people. All right, all right, all right, all right, all right. So what, what, what's, what's 10% of 9 million? Help me out. That's 10% of 9 million would be 900,000. Holy crap. That's a lot right? of idiots. <laughs> what if we're talking like, like, like the people that, you know, look in their gas tank to see if it's full or not with a lighter because they need a light. <laughs> That's 10%. You got to share a building with them. They're going to burn that thing down. They're going to blow it up and you're, you're stuck in it upside or, you know, they're going to be above oh you or gosh. below you. I haven't gotten past the looking in the gas tank with a lighter. Well, there's people that do that. I know. Uh, no, it's a good point. But they are recruiting people to live in this city that are part of its development. So it's not just the common person who's going to be moving into it. It's kind of like, you know, the people who are the rich, the the people who are engineering this thing, the politicians. Um, it, we're talking about uh, not the, the regular people who are... You know, farming or I think it's going to be bad. Know, it's going to turn herding bad. goats. But the concept looks very futuristic. They're talking about having all these things within a, a walking distance, so you don't have to have cars. So they're not going to have roads. They they're talking about a transit system. It's basically like a maglev train that mm-hmm. travels from one end to the other. It's a hundred miles, and they want they say that they they can do it in twenty minutes. Now the technology doesn't currently exist to be able to do that. I think I mean, it might be. China, no, Japan maybe has the fastest maglev train and it goes 300 and something miles per hour. And, um, and the record was only done in test form. It's not actually operating. Yeah. But the damn thing's got to stop and let people out once in a while. So what's the point of it going so fast? Well, but I mean, the fact of the matter is the technology doesn't exist for it to travel a hundred miles in 20 minutes. Well, neither does the line. So it all <laughs> no, works out no, fine. That's a good point. <laughs> I mean, I could come up with, how about this? If anything goes, I think I could come up with something better than that. <laughs> I mean, these guys have got to be sitting there, come up with, well, we have to have these parameters or this parameter. <laughs> I mean, I just think that um, you're not a scam artist, so I don't think you can come up with the same level of See how many scam suckers are willing to yeah. buy into that? Yeah. No, originally, like I said, they 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 thought that they needed about five hundred billion dollars to do these these things, and now it's at one trillion. And they have investors; they have corporate investors and that sort of thing. Uh, earlier, you you were talking about you know being in a controlled environment. The government over there is very controlling. I mean, I was reading a news article that I was it twenty eighteen women were finally allowed to travel without permission from their husbands. 2018. That's ridiculous. My wife's still... And, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, <no. laughs> Don't get in trouble again. I know. Babe. She goes everywhere. I stay at home. <laughs> That's the truth. But I was reading that, that article, and the article is like a big highlight of 2018. Women are finally able to travel without permission from their husbands. And everyone in that picture had their head covered. And the majority of them had their face covered. Really? They're working. What are the. The hajibs? Uh, is that what it is? I can't remember. Burka. 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 That's What's it. a hajib then? That's a, that's a head uh. thing, right? I, I don't know. I don't know the culture very well. But it's just find it interesting that they're, they're talking about this futuristic utopian thing. Yet in 2018, they're still fully covered. Right. And it's one of those things, why don't you work on some other stuff? Like we would work on our, you know, sewers on the sidewalk. They should work on, I don't know, empowering their, I don't know, women. Mm-hmm. Well, they, I mean, they don't have any of the, they have limited rights in certain areas. Um, like all the LGBTQ stuff does not fly over there. Mm-mm. The the religious 
uh, beliefs are really, really strict over there. And it's like, <laughs> what are you doing? <laughs> I'm you're, fighting off saying stuff yeah, I'm going to get in trouble about. You, you, better watch, you better watch your mouth, Dave. Uh, oh, I'll just stop. It's oh hard. My gosh. It's really funny to watch your, your reactions and stuff. But we're talking about this, this very modern, futuristic society, yet in 2018, the women have just now gotten right. the ability to travel without permission from their husband. So can you imagine them actually building something similar to this. Let's just say that the technology existed for them to do this and they had the money to do it. The society that they would have would be so controlled just based on the realities of, of what their belief system is. Oh, for sure. And they, Even more so then. And, and they want to make this an international thing where they want to change the rules so that it's more fitting for international travel and, and tourism and that sort of thing. But, but again... If you think in the scheme, you know, grand scheme of the entire world, there are so many different cultures, and you know, the American culture is quite crazy in comparison to some other cultures. Yeah. So how how progressive are they? Are they really thinking? I don't think that they could do it because of the traditions of of that Middle Eastern culture. I just don't think that they could let go of some of these things. They were even talking, yeah. you know, they don't even allow you to drink alcohol. Yep. That's a that's a real no-no. I'm not going to fly all the way over there and not have a beer. Yeah, or pork. I mean, anything that's um has to do with, you know, the religion of Islam. There's mm-hmm. some real hard uh rules. Right. And that's not something you want to share with, you know, tourists. No. Or or you know, or that you can, because, you know, we'd go over there and just be happy to check stuff out and then screw up, yeah. get in trouble. Mm-hmm. Or or we'll find that there's nothing to go over there and check out because there's nothing that we would want to be involved in. Mm-hmm. Dave and I appreciate you listening to the show. Please take a moment and write a review on Apple Podcast or Podchaser.com. And since Spotify doesn't currently have reviews, simply telling your friends about the show would be great, too. Also, you can always reach out to us at our website, nevertoserious.com, or via our socials at the NTS Podcast. And seriously, from the bottom of our hearts, thanks again for listening to the show. Well, so let's talk about some of the the technology pieces and how these things would be really difficult to come up with. I mean, we've already talked about the train. That's a difficult thing. The way that they're talking about designing this, which is different than the video, by the way, they're talking about three basic levels. The top level, they consider what they call the ground level. The ground level is where pedestrians and people hang out. This is where people are generally kind of... Public space. Yeah, public space. That's a good way of putting it. The level below that would be like commerce. This is where the businesses are. This is where maybe some of the housing stuff would be, potentially like apartments and that sort of thing. It would be where people are shopping and kind of doing a lot of their daily job stuff. And then the the bottom level, the third level down, is the is is really the underground where transit takes place. They're talking about having a lot of um, like automated. Uh, like machine robotics sort of thing, assisting in the movement of products and service mm-hmm. uh, products and goods and that sort of thing. So that ground level is where they would have most of, if you imagine like a uh, like a big mall. It's those back corridors to get stuff done. Yep. And uh, and you know, the, based on what the video was showing, it doesn't look like that. I mean the, the Empire State Building, how many meters did they say it was tall? Was it 500 meters tall? Yeah, I know it was more than 17. I know that. <laughs> I can't remember how yeah. tall. Yeah, I mean, it's really, really tall. So um, within that space, these levels, I don't know what proportions they would take up of that of that space. Because I think it was like 500 meters wide as well. And then I can't remember how tall. But... That's a limited space in width and in height. Now we're talking 100 miles long. 
So they they think that they can build these things next to each other along this line. What I find interesting is if you think about how a normal city is planned and how it's laid out, as, as population grows, it has to grow with that population. And sometimes it grows based on natural features, where the resources are. Or, you know, I, I don't know, there's some planning that people can do where they plan out the roads and that sort of thing. And they say, okay, now this is where we can have more traffic or more commerce because of this particular, because of the resources in that, in that area. Uh, and then that compared to what it would take to travel to these other places, you know, so there's some planning that goes on in this, by the time that they would build each area and population increase, I would imagine that the original structures, the original stuff that they built would then kind of be outdated. So as new growth happens, what do you do with the old ones? You can go to any city and you can see, see now, where, that, that's where the new cla- and old That's is. where the classes get started. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, you guys could take that one over there. We're going <laughs> to keep on moving on up over here. Uh-huh. But, uh, yeah. I don't know how they structure it with the future, the inevitable growth. If it's If it really is functional as a city, there has to be the ability to grow. And when you grow there's old leftover because is it supposed to be a city or is this supposed to be a place where dude you don't even never need to leave again you have everything you need here your whole life can be started and ended on the line no i think that's kind of what and they're talking about because uh i would be like if i'm gonna go to another city how am i gonna get there mm-hmm. i'm gonna park my where am i gonna park my car yeah you or would you fly need over a car. there or how do I get there? You know, zip lining it, you know? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, now, the outside of that building is mirrored glass. You, have you seen these videos where they talk about skyscrapers and what they have to do with glass facades? Because there's so uh, many, like, birds. Animals and stuff that <laughs> run into it. Yeah. Birds that fly into it. Oh, um, boy. That's Because that's a huge issue. And 100 Here's, miles at... Yeah, that's mm-hmm. a lot, that's a big issue. Um, it would cut off potential like natural wildlife from getting from one side to the other, which in evolution matters because then you're separating populations that will never probably reach each other. The easy fix um, for for breeding. They just have tunnels to go through for the animals. Yeah. <laughs> they have. The, I got to give them props. Mm-hmm. I thought it was kind of cool. They actually made it overpasses, mm-hmm. um, and they just have forest land on it for the animals to. That's right. Yeah, some some cities they are just actually have to designed do for that. it a little bit differently. That's right, and those are more like sustainable. And when I think of sustainable models, that's more sustainable. Like they're building human conditions. Um, around some of the natural stuff, right, and not intruding so much on the wildlife or other things. Well, you want it, you want them to go through. So when yeah. the elk goes through, you could <laughs> something throw self sustaining. I throw that in the nah, freezer. The future is full of vegans. Oh, damn it! I figures. <laughs> so the other and 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 uh, basement dwelling millennials. <laughs> That's how they're going to get stuck in these little in in these little. Uh, yeah, small spaces to live. Because these are going to be small they, spaces. I think we just lost our one millennial uh, listener. Well, <laughs> we can't insult the millennials. Uh, okay, so well, you can. I'll, I'll tell you how you do it. <laughs> so the other thing was was thinking about the reflective qualities of of a glass. Where where's that sunlight going? So much of it's going to get reflected back out into the desert. No, it's all solar panel. <laughs> it's got to be solar panel. I mean, you can't see through a solar panel, though. I don't think they care. But they have to do it in a sustainable way, right? And they they want they, they want equitable views and all this. But the sun isn't always like with solar panels. In order to get maximum efficiency, they need to be facing the sun the entirety of the day. No, you just if you're do in the whole line. building that way, so it's also oh, the building twists. And, no, no, not even oh. that it twists. It's just that if it's full, then it'll get captured. Oh, you know, gotcha. not so much this time, you know, on the on the west side this time. But, mm-hmm. you know, if you cover the whole thing, you, you know, you'll get full sun. <laughs> It'll be good. Yeah. They need it. How the hell else are they going to sustain it? <laughs> I, don't, I don't know. 
It has like some river that runs through it that has like a bunch of freaking. Can, can you can you imagine though the reflection and the be, being the guy down in the hot desert? It's 120 degrees. Oh, he's dead down there already. <laughs> Don't be out there at 1:30 in the afternoon. You're a dead man. <laughs> yeah, a ray just comes out. Yeah, you start fills seeing, everything. You start seeing all of the the sand out there turn to glass. <laughs> you know, you know, I, will tell I, mean, you, I don't know what the temperature like is to melt, you know, that into. Yeah, I'm pretty glass, sure it's but, 1600 degrees. Yeah. Well, who knows what it could be. <laughs> anyway, so there's some just impractical things that I, I think of. Now, yeah. here's, the, here's the scary part. Uh, and we've talked about this when we did our episode on China. Uh oh. They want the entire thing to be integrated with AI technology. Why? Because in order to automate, to anticipate, to do the things necessary to sustain a population in the most efficient way, it has to be very controlled. And they have to have AI constantly knowing what's going on, what you're buying, where you're going, what, you know, what you're throwing away, what your habits are, where you're see, at at what time. See, I told you something was up with this whole thing <laughs> because it seemed that's right it, it's it's and i even i said you'd have to be brainwashed yep. to live there yes, and that's exactly did. right yeah that's what they're doing that's it's not about you know you know the 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 what am i just trying to say nature you know pre- preserving mm-hmm. you know, the sustainability <laughs> it, it's about controlling you and we're gonna put you in this little box you think it's gonna be that pretty they're gonna build it we have bars on it instead. <laughs> uh, it won't have mirrors. Well, you know, it. it I well, don't know. The, think about it. if they integrate AI into every aspect of of their lives, then there is really no autonomy. There's no freedom. You are monitored constantly. You're going to be mindlessly doing your job. Yeah, and when they decide, when they decide, the the powers that be decide that they're going to implement something, uh, they'll have the power to implement that no matter what the descent might be. What was it? It was Bruce Willis movie. Mm. It was a space, a space one. Yeah, Fifth Element. Yeah, and he's like in there getting in trouble in his own little office, or his office, his apartment. Because mm-hmm. I think he's talking out at a term or something. He's getting like, in mm-hmm. trouble. I think it's that one. I haven't watched that in a long time. Is- um I, I could I could be mix, I could be mixing it up with a little bit of um of I could be wrong too of the Sylvester Stallone's um Demolition Man oh gotcha because he had the you know yeah but there's a lot of movies cussing that... get in trouble because it'll go you can't cuss or oh yeah that kind of thing mm-hmm. so yeah there's a lot of movies that that talk about these utopian you know environments where there has to be a level of control. There has to be a level of AI monitoring you and your life yeah. to Make sure efficiently do that. Yeah. <laughs> and I, of course, I, I don't think that's a good idea. I would never do that. I wouldn't live in a, in a place where sound, it's that controlled. It doesn't sound good at all. No, I like to I wouldn't even go to an privacy. HOA place. You know, I don't need them to tell me how tall my tomato plants are supposed to be. <laughs> or not, you can't even have or them. Or I can't even have them, right? Exactly. <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's not it's not native to this area. You can't have them. Yeah, I think once you get go going into the line, you ain't coming out. Mm-hmm. I bet you, you can't. Well, okay, There's probably something. Yeah, I really think that this whole thing is is uh, it's a distraction. In in history, whenever a society needs some sort of control to get people on board. They have to make this grand project. I mean, the United States is guilty of it. You know, we've had all of these build back better sort of things through our history. And was it FDR, the New Deal? It was like everything was government now is saying, we're going to build industry. We're going to build and do all of these things. And now everyone wants to participate and on board. Industry is just revved up. All the businesses are now, they have a focus, they have purpose. And it sort of helps to control the population. And, I mean, this is just one of those many things. You were talking about the, uh, uh, the pyramid. Yeah, yeah. You know, pyramids were created, these work projects were created to control the population into building something that had really no value to them. It's just they just got to keep their hands busy or yeah. else they're going to do some, create some ruckus. Yeah. 
Yeah, <laughs> I need my loaf of bread, my my you know canister of beer every day. Everybody, pick that up and put it over there. <laughs> All right, pick that up, put it over there. Keep yeah. doing it. Yeah, now and build I build another one. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's kind of what this is. Yeah, well. I, I mean, it looks amazing. They're they're spending a heck of a lot of money producing marketing material. Their website looks really nice too. Mm, it, everything is very well done, but I think it's. I think it's all a distraction. I don't, they're talking about having, I think they came out in, was it 2016 or 17? That they were talking about this new, this Neom place, region, and then they were going to be building these things in a certain timeline. And, you know, they're talking about, uh, I'm trying to remember what the dates were. I think it was like in 2030 something. It's not that far away. No. How, how do you how do you produce all of this stuff, especially when the technology doesn't currently exist? I just think that because of how well they're marketing this, they're they're raising a lot of money, and I don't see it going anywhere. I I think what it will produce is a is a is a distraction for stuff that's happening right now. Hmm. I don't think this is actually going to happen. Now, if I'm wrong. That's an amazing thing. I might want to visit, maybe. Not me. I certainly want to live there. No, I thanks. don't think I could go there and then, I don't know, maybe I just don't look right and the guy decides to whack me. Mm-hmm. Nope. That doesn't sound good. Yeah. No. Well, so, okay, so briefly, before we close out the show, there's something to be said about primitive living. <laughs> yeah. I, you know, you, you're not a, a, like, let's go out and hang out with a thousand people. <laughs> You don't like to travel at all. Nope. You'd rather stay home and kind of be your own space. And I happen to be very similar to that. You know, I I deal with a lot of people every day. That's fine. But when it's my time, I like to get away. Sure. And I am fascinated by tiny homes. I'm fascinated by uh, off-grid living. Uh, We've had uh, conversations about, like, prepper stuff. It's fascinating to me. Right. How do you sustain just you and your family and maybe a few other people? Because, you know, you're going to have to help me out when the shit hits fan. But oh, I got you. <laughs> but I'm very fascinated by all of uh, the idea of, of not having these huge, massive, very costly things, but doing things that's more survival you know, level. You know what the difference is? Is like those huge, costly things or AI, you can make up for that. It's just got to work yeah it's just might be unfortunate but you know you you could self you could self-sustain but you have to work for it Mm -hmm. you know you're not gonna you know just you know i'm sure in these uh utopias that you just show up and you know the clothes because you toss your clothes down a hamper and they'll probably show up folded up in your drawer Mm -hmm. somehow done by some robot right Mm -hmm. not the wife anymore no, <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure the wives are finally like, yes, thank God, get this AI. That's so funny. Tired of freaking clothes folding in the laundry. That's so funny. My wife doesn't let me touch the laundry. My neither. She gets really and mad I, at me when I. I was just going to say it might sound sexist, but they don't let me. Yeah, yeah. No, there's some well, truth to. What we're she saying. might let me, but I jack it up so much, she'd rather me not. She has to go through and redo it. Yeah. So, but. Yeah, but I, I think there's something to be said about um, doing it in a. In a, in a sustainable thing, but doing it where it doesn't require so much cost. There's also freedom. When you start incorporating a lot of people who want to control things, but the population loses certain freedoms. Right. And sure, I think when you're having to build things yourself, then there is, you are kind of tied to the job and tied to that thing. But there's such a reward that comes about when you've completed a project it creates additional right. benefits in your life. Sure. And and that's the thing is is that the people that make these utopias, it's their vision, their mind, their feeling that they want. And they want to invite a bunch of people into their vision, their mind, and their feeling. Me, my utopia, you know, happens to be here. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And and so and sure, you know, it, it's my vision, my thoughts my feelings you know mm-hmm. and um but it's so out there for them to just hope that people would want to buy into their feelings and dreams because you have to give up yourself you know 
These are mm-hmm. going to be a bunch of people that don't have their own view visions. Mm-hmm. And to be honest, they're talking about bringing in the innovators, all the brightest people. But the reality is, is in this world, the brightest are here because of variety, because people are have an opportunity to work with other people in other places and experience other things. And when you get locked into a very specific area, you lose the growth. Yep. You go stagnant. Yep. And I think this could be a, a scenario like that. But again, I still think it's kind of a scam. I, I don't think this is actually going to happen. Yeah, it's going to be like, uh, go fund this, you know, go fund me, go fund me, go fund me, go fund me. Sweet. <laughs> no, yeah, didn't new, happen. Of Sorry. course, new palace, new... Sorry, suckers from like out of our area <laughs> that you can't sue us or, you know, how that <laughs> yeah. works, yeah. yeah. But, well, the, their project, they have other things that we didn't feature on the show, like a floating city and some other stuff. But um, I love that somebody's out there thinking about it. I love it. Yeah. Because guess what? When they come up with that, they may... They may put it together. I'm not saying they're not going to, but but just putting up putting the concepts together, they could actually pull away some things that are realistically u- usable. Yeah, just going through this mental exercise is, is beneficial. Yep. You start getting creative juices flowing. So. Yep. Completely agree. Yeah. It's awesome stuff. All right, I think we are out of time. We are. Yep. Okay. Thanks for listening. Thanks for watching. If you don't mind, tell a friend. We'd love to grow the audience find more information on our website at neverdoseries.com and you can find us on social media at the NTS podcast that's Twitter, Getter, and Parlor. and until we see you next time take care and be safe